As many of you know, right now, at this very moment, something extraordinary is happening in the history of our nation and the history of our people. Because for the very first time in the 244 years of the United States of America, a woman is lying in state in the Capitol. And for the first time in 244 years of the United States of America, a Jew is lying in state in the Capitol. And that this happens at the same time and that this is the same person gives us, I think, an obligation to pause on this Shabbat Shuvah and say a word about the lessons or some of them that we can learn from the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Our sages tell us that it is better to go to a funeral than a wedding because at a funeral you learn lessons that you can take with you into your life. And I want to draw a few lessons from the life of this extraordinary woman for us to keep close. And I hope that they will make us better in our lives, which after all is what this Shabbat Shuvah is intended to do. You know that Ruth Bader Ginsburg like Jews of her generation, came from parents who never finished school. Her father was a furrier. Her mother died before she finished high school. And yet she managed through her own ability, her own skill, her own passion to succeed to the highest position that a legal scholar can achieve in our nation, and therefore in some ways in the entire world. She did this in part because of that passion for justice and for truth that animated her life. The verse that she had on her office was Tzedek, Tzedek Tirdov, justice, justice, you shall pursue. And when Lucy spoke, in her beautiful bat mitzvah talk about Congressman Lewis, John Lewis, I think it is fair to say that Justice Ginsburg and John Lewis shared together this passion to see discrimination overcome of all different kinds, whether it had to do with civil rights, with gender rights, both of them fought for the causes they believed in. But it is important in this time I think, to remember three lessons from Justice Ginsburg's life. The first is that despite the fact that she held her views very firmly and she argued for them vigorously, she was very famously good friends with Justice Antonin Scalia. Justice Scalia believed almost the diametric opposite of what Justice Ginsburg believed. And they argued against each other 
in the court, sometimes in very sharp terms. But they also went to the opera together. They also celebrated each other. And in this age, when political opponents seem incapable of believing the best of each other's ideas, I think Justice Ginsburg reminds us that someone can disagree with you, but you can still cherish them. And I have no doubt that in whatever world they dwell right now, Justice Ginsburg and Justice Scalia are still arguing and still enjoying each other. A second lesson that we learn from Justice Ginsburg's life is something she said when someone I believe asked her about marital advice. She said, it's important sometimes to be a little deaf. And then she said, that's not only important in marriage, it's important in life. All of us know that sometimes people will say hurtful or difficult things to us. And sometimes it helps not to hear. You must imagine that somebody as smart, as aware, as acute, as able, as Ruth Bader Ginsburg heard what you said to her, but sometimes she chose not to hear it. And that giving other people space to say objectionable things and to let it go, this too illustrates that this is a person who was not only smart, brilliant, but wise. She was willing to understand that other human beings have faults and frailties, have their own difficulties, and you have to be forgiving, and you have to give them space. One other lesson I want to draw from the life of this remarkable woman. As I said, her mother died before she finished high school and her father never finished school and became a furrier. And someone once asked her, what is the difference between a furrier and a Supreme Court justice? And she said, the difference is one generation. She's someone who was very much influenced by the Holocaust. It shaped her worldview as it did most of the Jews of her generation. But she never forgot, or and she never forgot, that the reason one generation could make the difference between someone who didn't have an education and struggled to make a living and someone who achieved a position at the highest court of the land is because she lived in the United States of America. Her presence in the Capitol right now is a solemn affirmation and a powerful statement about the goodness and the greatness of this land. I know that we are involved in all sorts of arguments But do not forget for a moment that such a career 
for a Jewish woman would have been impossible almost anywhere in the world. And that this country, in its greatness and in its goodness, enabled her through her great talents and passion and pluck and wisdom to rise to the heights. Yitter Rochel Batsilia. We mourn her passing as we celebrate her life. May she remain as a model for our children and our grandchildren to remember what someone can accomplish given both the ability and the drive and also given a nation that opens its arms to opportunity to possibility, to goodness, and to greatness. May her memory for all of us forever be a blessing. Amen.